day, good morning, God bless you. You are all welcome to today's edition of Marriage Diet with Festus Flourish Osemwahu. Today is the 15th day of the month of September 2020. God bless you. You are most welcome. Okay, um, yesterday we actually had an episode one of what will your child become i remember those of us who have been with us on this topic for some time now we're looking at parenting analysis trying to analyze the act of parenting vis-a-vis what we are supposed to do as husbands and wife over our children and um, yesterday's topic what will your child become I had to be in two episodes because we couldn't finish it yesterday and um, I did promise I was going to conclude it today. Hey, here we are, by God's grace, we are going to be having the concluding part of what we started yesterday. Now, let me quickly say this. The only way you can understand today's topic is if you listen to yesterday's one. I mean, it's, it's as logical as that because this is episode two. And so if you have not um, had access to yesterday's um, audio, please, you can um, visit us on our podcast channel, anchor.fm, or someone who slash Festus Flourish. Now you will have access to every other edition, including the one of yesterday. And of course, you can request personally, we will send yesterday's audio to you. Very powerful message. You need to listen to that. Right, we trust the Holy Spirit will have this glory of this second day greater than yesterday's glory. God bless you. Glory be to God. Okay, now what will your child become? Like I did um, say yesterday when I started, I said, Look, that's the kind of question that will generate different answers. For some person, they will say, Ah, how will I know? You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, we are spirit being and God has made us in such a way that we can actually act on his behalf. There are so many things we can do, creative things. In fact, I, 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 let me say this and I just hope it would strike something in your heart. God created us and expected us to also be creators. In fact, we are co-creators with God. We are in partnership with God. God expects us to create. He expects us to keep creating every day. And of course, it was a product of that creation that brought about the child or the children in the first instance. Okay, it was a product of you meeting with a wife, a woman, you mated with her, you put the sperm into her body as a man. Of course, as a woman, you received in the sperm. And um, a baby came out of it at the end of the nine month. So you, you, you were actually in joint partnership with God bringing forth the child like yesterday i did say now that you've brought forth the child like a blank slate remember you were even the one that named the child till this very moment that's the name that is being given to the child that goes to show how important it is for what you say what you do and the influence it has over your children now to wake up in the morning and the first thing that comes out of your mouth is curses upon your children or when your children do push you to the edge you know what i mean you know children can be very naughty they can be very very frustrating you've tried all and uh, you're still getting the same result over and over again and you're not mindful of what you should do right and all of a sudden you start using words wrongly do you know what 
Those words that you use wrongly in the realm of the spirit carries meaning. The meaning could be positive, it could also be negative. So you are actually the one determining the future of your children unknown to you by your relationship with them, by your activities with them, and most importantly, by the kind of words you speak to them. You've got to avoid that trap. I know what I'm talking about. I know some of you parents, you also understand what I'm saying. When you're just so pushed to the wall, you want to use that word. You are mad, you know, that kind of stuff. You are crazy, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, and just imagine you're calling your child crazy. That's madness. Calling your child mad. That means it has the spirit of a vagabond. And so when that child starts misbehaving tomorrow, they wouldn't know that those words you used had turned around to become meaningful words, how be negatively. And you know, some of our parents, they really used some of these words on us. You wouldn't know if these words are even what is having a toll on you, affecting your marriage or affecting your life generally today. But you are wiser. You are a child of God that understands the power of the word. And so we should do differently from what our parents did. And so instead of cursing our children, we should learn to use our words constructively. Now, talking about constructively, I need to say this. We've got to be deliberate. We've got to be conscious about using positive words on our children daily. The words that we speak, they are spirit and life. When we speak it out and we think they just came out of the mouth, no, words don't die because words are spirit. They are spiritual elements, okay? They don't die. Much more when you consciously generate the words and target your child, your children over the future, it will certainly come to pass. Don't forget, your child's future is actually your evening. I repeat that again. Your child's future is actually your evening time. Because when your child will be in his or her future, you will be dealing with your evening time. And the investment you've made over the lives of your children today will be what will be um, your blessings tomorrow. There will be a time where you can no longer work the way you work now. You can jump up and down the way you do it now. The energy will also fade away. Your children will tell you, Daddy, sit down here. Mommy, sit down here. Don't get up. They'll go and get food for you. You can't even do any of these things. There will be that time. Sometimes when we, because we feel we are still very young, uh, we feel oh, you've crossed your 40, you've crossed your uh, 50, you feel the energy is still there. You wouldn't know. When the body starts depreciating, it, it could, might not last for up to 10, a decade, 10 years. All right. At 60, you feel, oh, you are still very strong. Between 50 and 70, I mean, there is so much difference, okay, that the body could deteriorate. Between 70 and 80, it could be so sharp. All right. So we've got to invest. Now, the question is, how many more years do you have before you clock 80? How many more years do you have before you clock 70? So what we do now will do us good then. And that is why you don't leave the destinies of your children to them alone. You don't just leave it to them and as if whatever they will become, let them become. No, no, no. You can't afford to leave it that way because there is no vacuum in the realm of the spirit. If you don't fill in the blank space, certainly there will be some other forces or sources where these um, elements of resources, how be it words or whatever it is, can be filled into the life of your children so you've got to be deliberate about it you've got to be conscious about it using 
positive words, blessing your children on a daily basis. You know, avoid the lure of cursing them no matter how much you are pushed to the world. Keep using positive words on your children every day. Now, what will your child become? Have you found out? Do you know what your child will become? That might take you a little bit into the place of prayer. I don't know if you have ever considered that there is a need for you to, whether you need to fast about it, whether you need to inquire from the Holy Spirit about it in the place of prayer or how long you might take it. Do you know you need to ask God, what will my child become? What will my child be? Do you know you need to find out, you need to verify, you need to do a lot of spiritual research on your child, on your children about their future? Do you think that Jacob just opened up his mouth and started saying those words? No, he saw the future of these children because he was a prophet. He saw the future of these children and then he spoke words accordingly. Have you taken pain? Instead of going to the mountain to go and fight the devil, Hey, you fight the devil today. When you no longer have the strength to fight the devil, the devil will come and kill you. Literally. Okay? Because you didn't do what you would have done right. All you went about doing was fighting the devil. What if tomorrow you realize or when you leave this sphere of life and you get up there over there in heaven, you realize that the only devil that actually existed was the devil of your ignorance. So why are we so much of i mean you look at a church sermon a church service a church ministration from beginning to the end is devil 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 you 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 could hear devil being mentioned 500 times against god mentioned five times just imagine the ratio and that's the mentality we have what we are saying is let's change it We, we we can build the future of our children with positive words Instead of you spending time in the mountain, devil, fall and die, I kill you. Now, use that energy. Go into a retreat, a prayer retreat, and positively and prophetically bless the lives of your children. Prophesy into their life. Oh God, my Father, reveal unto me the destiny of my child. This child that you have given to me that looks different. What is the destiny of this child? What will this child become? Now, if you have four kids, you have five kids, you have three, you look at them critically, you examine them, you will understand that they are all different. It's just that we do not look at our children. Your children are children today, but they are living stars, all right? That you brought them forth doesn't mean you are older than them. All right, you need to be at our faculty, married faculty, for you to understand what I just said. We'll call it the law of predestination. Okay, I, I don't want to go too deep about that. The point I'm trying to make is the fact that you that you brought forth your children doesn't mean you are older than them. Because before we were ever given flesh, bodies, human, we were first spirits. And our spirits, um, your child or yeah, your children may have existed couple of years even before they were born it was not the day they were born that their spirit was created their spirit were first created that's what called the law of predestination that means pre means before the destiny on earth and so you don't underrate these children uh, it's just like imagine if mary and joseph would have underrated jesus christ that's god himself in the form of man in their home just imagine if um uh, zachariah and Elizabeth would have underrated John the Baptist. We're talking about a man who lived before, Elijah, coming in the form of this boy. And we, 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 we could talk about uh, David 
um, Jesse. Of course, they underrated him. But that was the spirit of Adam that came through David to manifest in the generation so that he could birth the new generation of Christ, the seed of Christ, what Adam lost at the beginning. These are mysteries. I can't go deep into this, but you've got to be at our faculty to understand some of these things. So these children carry specific destinies. You've got to dig deep. You've got to unravel the destinies of these children in the place of prayer. Lord, show me what this child will become. And once you have found it, once you have discovered it, you've got to start praying along that line. You've got to start prophesying. Oh, my child, you will be this. My child, you will become this. You don't wait till that evening because your evening begins now. I tell that again. Your evening begins now. Because whether you like it or not, you every time you get uh, to another birthday, you are getting closer to where you are going to. All right, you've got to consciously start prophesying upon the lives of your children. What will they become? Have you discovered it? Then birth it, bring it to reality. Now, apart from speaking these words to reality, there is what we call the power of the written words. Okay, the power of the written words. We call it the logos. All right, God could not have just spoken to us without writing it down. And that was why there was documentation, even with um, Moses. Even when Noah had to build the ark, there was documentation. When the word is written down, the word is sealed. Take note of that. When the spoken word is written down, the word is sealed. Now, a lot of us, I know, if I ask us, have we been praying for our children? Have we been prophesying upon our children? You say, ah, man of God, yes, I've been doing that. Now, let me ask again, have these same things you've been praying for, have you been documenting? Have you been writing them down? Have you have uh, created a book or a, a journal, a diary or something about your children that you normally say about them all the time? These prophetic words, these words of life that you're speaking concerning your children, are they written down? When you write down words, you seal it and you give it life. So friends, one of the major things you need to take away from this teaching this morning is the fact that, you know, number one, you, you speak words prophetically upon the lives of these children. Number two, you write them down. You write them down. Um, my, my wife has a way, there was something she did about my children, the way she did it. Um, she wrote out the names of these children, brought out scriptural references backing the blessings upon their lives. And then he started writing, he wrote out one by one, you know, number them one by one, the prophetic blessings upon these children. Wrote it out and um, uh, got it handwritten anyway in a board, white um, paper board, and um, pasted it at the inner side of the wardrobe. So whenever she opens the wardrobe, it, you know, it becomes obvious. So you, you can't even avoid it because every day you use the wardrobe, every day you also see it. And of course, you can imagine what that would do uh, to the individual that wrote it. Because whenever you see it, you have to now speak the words. Because the words have been written down, you have to speak the words. Now, let me take it a little bit deeper, a little bit further. If you can find a phrase, if you can find a sentence, if you can find a group of sentences put together that completely defines what the future of your child will be, Write it down. Make it bold where you can see it, where these children can see it. 
let it be somewhere in their house. I tell that again. If you can find, with all, instead of saying thousands of thousands of words concerning your children, if you can completely summarize these words in a word, in a phrase, in sentence or group of sentences, put it out, make it bold, and put it where you can see. If you like, you can even uh, laminate it. You can uh, do a frame for it. Put it somewhere in the house and put the name of your child on it. Yeah, you might not understand it, but just do it. 20 years, 30 years from now, you will look back and say, yes, I learned this from Apostle Festus. And I didn't even know the implication, but today, this word engrafted in this frame has actually come to pass upon the life of my children. Yes, it's good you speak so many words, but just say a few words, write it out, and put the name of your child. Frame it and put it in the house. Especially at a time where your children still live with you. They are still teenagers. They are with you. Do you know what? Every time they walk by in the living room, if that's where you put it on the ground or in their room, you uh, pasted it on the wall or somewhere, every time your children see those words, your child sees uh, those words or that word, as the case might be, it will resonate life in them. It will resonate life in them. They know that they have a target in the future they are working towards, a future that must be given birth to. A future that must come to pass and unconsciously these children will be working into that future you don't leave it blank because the future of your children is also your true future okay somebody should take an inspiration out of this instead of yeah we have pictures all right pictures of your child is a picture of who he is now but the picture of your child into the future is the written words giving sound Oh, bad, I don't scab her. That's strong grammar. I hope you understand that. Okay, let me reverse it again. Let me take it again slowly. You have the pictures, the photograph of your children, boldly um, printed out, and you have it in your living room. That is the state and the picture of your child as at now. That's what your child is now. What your child will become, though in the form of a photograph in the realm of the spirit, can be conveyed through written words and spoken words all right you can have the picture of your child 20 years from now you can have it you can write it you you can frame it okay no matter how you take it to artists and tell them just uh, impose something and then make something you can do it you just can do it it's not real but now there are two elements that can make that real the element of the spoken words and the written words so when you write out words concerning your children and you speak it out, you are actually displaying the picture of the future of your children, even while they are now. In other words, you are giving a voice to the picture that will be displayed tomorrow because the, your children will eventually become what you have spoken. Now look at where I read yesterday about um, Jacob and his children. These words were not loose words. He spoke these words. Did they come to pass? Yes, they did. They came to pass. These were words that were spoken by faith in the realm of the spirit, and they came to pass. I was actually cautioning yesterday and trying to say why did Jacob curse his son Reuben and said he told him he said you will not excel. Did he actually excel? No, he did not. The word came to pass. So friends, instead of us to be confused and be cursing our children, let's do what is right. And I've just given us a template. Give it a try. 
That is an investment because tomorrow you are going to reap the dividend. Your children will eventually become what you have spoken them to be. Did our parents do this for us? No. Rather, they did it in the negative. There were more of curses on us than blessing. But hey, you can change all of that. You can do the right thing and set a template that will become a foundation to generational blessings. Don't forget, it's not just about your children. It's about other children that will come from your loins via your children. We're talking about generations upon generations if Christ tarries. So you are responsible now. You can create what is right and do what is right. If you don't do this, a time will come, your children will add you up to the list of ancestors and begin to pray against you as dealing with ancestral spirit. If you don't do what is right, you will become an ancestor that your children will also need to deal with. But let's do what is right so that you can initiate a new foundation for your children and of course that other generations will benefit from. I want to believe that someone has learned something from this. I I want to encourage us. You see, people hardly had time to listen to what is positive. They keep running up and down. At the end of the day, they keep fighting the devil. Share these audios with your friends. Somebody has got to listen to this. A father, a mother has got to listen to this. This is what is right. This is what we call new age evangelism. Do this. Share this with your friends and let them have access to it and let them do what is right over their children. It's my prayer that your children truly will be blessed and your children will become that which you have seen of them and so shall it be. In Jesus Christ's mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. Wow, if you've been blessed, share this audio broadcast with your friends. And um, in case you are receiving this for the first time, you can connect with us via our WhatsApp number, plus 234-810712648, and we will get back to you. God bless you. Until I come your way again tomorrow, don't forget, if marriage is an institution, then couples and singles must be students. God bless you. Shalom. Do have a great day.